Hello, Team Builder. Thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Chris Cabert, of Fun Doing and On Team Building. I'm joined by my co-host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. Hey, Chris. How are hi, you today? Hi, Michelle. Yeah, good. It's it's a good day. So far, so good. We're here at Training Wheels headquarters today. Chris came in so we could knock out a couple of these podcast recordings today and get him scheduled for the next few weeks. Yeah, so- we're sort of neighbors. Everybody, I'm, I'm guessing most listeners know we're both Coloradans-ish. Yep. Yeah. And um, so driving over to headquarters is good. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, what are we going to talk about today, Chris? What are we talking about? Well, uh, on a long list of questions that we have, we wanted to talk about, well, I I actually brought this up because I think it's a a good time to just find out about the writing process. Mm. We have, we've had some time during this stay at home. I've done a lot of writing. I know you've been heavy into getting online content written up and now working on some books. We're going to find out about those, but we're, we're going to grab one of the questions off the list and find out about um, the question, Michelle, what is your process for writing a book? Oof, that yeah. is a head. I don't know if we can cover it in 15 minutes. <laughs> can we minutes, cover this in 15, 20 minutes? But we oh can at least get, you know, maybe inspire some people to get started. Yes. You know, and at least get the idea of how it's, it's always about getting started. Yes. So, Michelle, share. I'm just going to kind of sit back and if something really springs up in my head to ask you, otherwise I'm going to find out from you what your process is. Yeah. Well, so my writing process, my writing style has definitely evolved over the years. If I think back to 2003 and 2004, when um, the first book I wrote, I co-authored with Jennifer Stanchfield and Jim Kane, and it was A Teachable Moment, which ironically enough is still one of the best-selling books that I have because I think it's such a timely topic, no matter where you're at in your facilitation. Debriefing, I think it's the one skill that people need more training and and more information on than just learning all the games and activities. So so I love that that book is still a really a, a good seller, even though it's now aging a little bit, being at 2003 and 2004 is when we wrote it. That process, you know, is actually one of the things I learned in the process of writing that book is still one that I use today. And is that Jim and Jennifer and I did a writer's retreat to where they came here to Colorado to Training Wheels headquarters. And we really just spent a good intensive, you know, sitting around a big table and like, what do we all have? What are the skills that all three of us have to bring to this project? And then we went off into different rooms and did some writing and then we came back together. And it was, it was a really fun process of, of, you know, looking at all the topics, all the activities that we wanted to go in at, what are the theory pieces we wanted to bring in as well as then provide a really good lengthy resource, uh, lots of resources for facilitators. So that's one thing that I learned in that process that I still do to this day. Now, back in 2003 and four, I don't know how much blogging and those types of things were kind of available then. Maybe they were, if they were, I weren't, I was not doing them then. But, but now that, you know, the internet has come a long way since that time and place and time that I think now for new people looking at writing, Blogs are such an easy, affordable way to really start putting some of your thoughts and things out there and where you can get feedback from people. And I didn't have that resource back in the day. So I think if I were to go back and do anything differently now, that's where I would start. 
I think now, if I were to go back and redo this process over again. So that was my first book. The second book I wrote, I wrote on my own. And so that is where I really started to look at, okay, I did this one project with other people. Now, how do I do this all by myself? So in the first project, because I had co-authors, Jim was the person in our group that had writing experience and publishing experience in the past. So he really brought a lot of knowledge and expertise to that project that I learned a lot from him in the process. And I was so thankful to have someone with his experience level on that project with me. So then when Playing With a Full Deck came out, that one was just me, you know, and I did invite other people to submit some activities. So it wasn't just me writing that book all by myself. I did have some contributors, which was great, but it was still me putting in all the playing card statistics and all of the fun facts about playing cards going into that project before we got to the 52 activities. So that was just fun. And then I just wanted to make sure there was a nice mix of icebreakers and and trust building activities, diversity activities, problem solving, and some good debriefing. So I wanted it to be a really well-rounded book that spoke to a lot of different facilitators as well as different types of participants that would be t- participating in those activities. Yeah. I have a question. With those two experiences with a group and by yourself, what is your what is your preferred method? Well, I would say from then on, that's the only book I've written by myself okay. in the team building field anyway, okay. is was playing with a full deck. I really love, now this is just me at my core, but I love collaborating with other people. So the other books I've written since have been co-authored with other people. And for me, I play well with others. I just really like that, the group think, the team collaboration, the bringing in different perspectives, and it's not just mine. Not to say I wouldn't write, I actually, I'm in the process of writing another book by myself, but my preferred method is to really work with others. I just love it. And I think it just speaks to the team building spirit as well. And I like to, you know, put this out there because, of, of course, the end user are the facilitators that are going to use this with people who, in theory, will play well with others. <laughs> so we, we hope, yeah. Right. Now, I would say, I now I have a different process that I used when I first got started, is I've now started to realize that my brain works very well in sticky notes. <laughs> and what that means is I love going to a space where I could put big, giant Post-it notepaper on the walls, and then I put different concepts or ideas on different colored sticky notes. Each color then represents a different category or a different theory or concept. When I wrote Facilitated Growth with Mark Pimsler and Diane Sherman, we did a writer's retreat. We all went to this beautiful location out in the woods, this cabin. We put post-it note paper all over the board. And we're like, all right, what do you want to put in the book? What do you want to put in the book? And as we were brainstorming, we would first talk about it and we're like, all right, which of the categories, what color sticky note would that go on? And then we, you know, by the end, we had these full giant pages of different, of the topics that would go with that different subject. Um, so we were basically kind of building out chapters while we did it. And then, um, so another thing that I wrote outside of the team building field is I wrote a novel and this came out in 2007 and I found for that particular book, I did the exact same thing. I did a writer's retreat just by myself, but I went to this cabin in the woods right on the Arkansas river and put my storyline up on the board and each, I have five characters in my book and each one of my characters then were a different color of sticky note. And so Rose was one of the characters. So, and for me, I need each one of my characters needed to have a beginning, a middle and an end, you know, and you, I, I did some research on, you know, what does every character in a story need to have? And, and so I basically created eight, five individual timelines for each character. And then I could move the, their different events 
around on the sticky note board. So I didn't write right on the sticky note or on the giant uh, post-it board because then it's static and I couldn't move it. But writing it on the sticky note, then I'm like, oh, I could move this event before that event and different things like that. And, you know, my team building books are kind of the same way to where I write down the names of all the titles of the activity and then I move them around and then I can see, I'm like, oh, I'm really heavy in this, maybe in icebreakers, maybe I should take off a few and maybe put them over and come up with a few more problem solving activities or... So when I say my brain works in sticky notes, that's kind of what it means. At the end of that process, of course, then you have these giant poster board papers full of sticky notes. So I take, I photograph each one of them. So that way I have digital copies and then I roll them all together and I bring them back. And then that's when I kind of start the writing process is that I pull a sticky off and, you know, I, I basically build my table of contents out based on, you know, what the titles of the chapters are going to be and then put the different. Um, for me, I now like to write in alphabetical order, like the names of activities if I'm doing one of the team building books. And just that way, I think it's more user friendly for the end user that they know the name of activity. They don't have to go to the table of contents first to find it. They can just quickly flip through and find it alphabetically. So that's kind of my, my newer process. And my most recent experience with this was just last week where I did a writer's retreat with Matthew Broda and Trevor Dunlap. And we're working on a project called Team Building from the Toy Isle. And I'm sure most people listening to this podcast right now have found themselves at one point in time standing in the toy aisle at some store and we're like, hmm, how could I use that in my facilitation work? So that's kind of the concept and basis of the book is we went to toy stores and we found ourselves standing there and we found a really great game or book and then starting to look at it, all right, if this was a tabletop version of this that maybe a game you would play with your family, how could we re-engineer it or re-look at it to where we could do it in a macro version that would fit the team building field? And man, did we have fun. And we, you know, utilize similar sticky notes and, and Matthew and Trevor's brains do not work in sticky notes quite like I do. So they were a little, we didn't use it like I normally use it, which is fine. I'm totally good with rolling with somebody else's process, but it still worked. Like we just, the writer's retreat process worked and now we have a really great outline. Michelle, from the sticky notes then, you have this all kind of outline mm -hmm. that, that often we learn how to start with an outline and then you go, how does it get from sticky notes to a book? Yeah. So then what you do is you have to carve out time in your calendar to just start writing. You just have to start writing somewhere. And I think when I first got started, I was under this impression that you start at the beginning of the book and you just write until the book ends the end. And that is so not my process at all. And so what I tell people now is just write where your energy is. If you're like, Ooh, I really kind of want to explore this one theory or concept or whatever, then just go write a little bit about it and you can make it all flow later. But from, I write in chunks and I have to block out time in my calendar and I have to be really uh, guarded with that time because it's so easy to get pulled in 17 different directions. That's why multiple years can go by before I put out another project because I get excited about something else or I move over here. It's also just kind of my style also. I, I call it shiny object syndrome <laughs> that I have that or like, oh, that looks like fun. I'm going to go play over here. Oh, look at that. That looks like fun. Oh, maybe I should go over here. So if you don't have a structured time in which you make yourself sit down and write, at least for me, it doesn't happen. 
So, uh, so once I have the outline and I've got the sticky notes on that one particular chapter, I then will look at all of them that are on there. I'm like, I'm going to write about this today. I pull one of them off. I stick it on my desk. And then I just, I open up a Word document or whatever, and I just write that particular one. And then when that one is finished, it goes on my finished sticky note board. And then I pull another one off and whatnot. So that's how I do it. That process might not work for everybody, but for me, that seems to work. And then because in the writer's retreat, in the brainstorming session, I, these are the things that really made sense that I really wanted to go in it. And then of course I can change my mind later, but I want to honor that at the same time too, that this is really what felt so good in that moment. Like this book is going to be cool if I do it like this. So then when you get home and then you actually start doing the writing, it is right where your energy is. So that way you put some good stuff into it and then you can come back to it and edit later if you want to. Editing process is a whole nother story. Yeah, that might be another, another, <laughs> that's another podcast. Episode. Oh, that's the most but painful I, part of the process for yeah, me. I think the important part I think for today is around getting started. How do you get started? Mm-hmm. How do you get the momentum? Mm-hmm. And I think you, it sounds like you get really excited about having this sticky note process because you see the big picture mm-hmm. uh, laid out kind of in front of you. And then the journey begins. Yes. Yeah. yeah and the that's journey begins of shipping metaphor. away and going with your energy, what's exciting. Uh, and then possibly you and I can have a conversation. Maybe we could share this conversation around how does how do you get to that end? How mm-hmm. do you... How do you culminate? How do you feel like, okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Where, you, where the light's getting brighter. Where does that, where does that motivation come from? And where did that stick-to-itiveness um, be a combination where we, you and I can share that ending process? Because I think it's similar for a lot of people. It's just sticking it out. Right, yeah. And keeping going and knowing there's going to be something really cool at the end. But for me, yeah, for me it's, it's definitely a journey. Yeah, definitely. Well, and for linear thinkers, my process might not work, right? Because I'm sure there's some people listening to this right now that go, oh my goodness, she is so scatterbrained. How does she ever finish a project? And, but yet, so I'm one of those, I'm a creative, but I also like results. So it's one of those, it's, it's almost forced creativity a little bit, but yet not too much. Because if I feel too pressured to do something, then it starts to stagnate my creativity and I don't like it anymore. I'm not having fun. And so, so again, so linear thinkers, I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. This might not be your process, but for those that, you know, might have a similar, if their brain is wired somewhat similarly than what mine is, then you might maybe have gleaned a couple of good ideas on how to maybe at least approach the concept of trying to put some, all these thoughts that I have around, Ooh, I think this would make a really great book. And then maybe putting it out there into the world. Nice. Well, thanks for sharing the process. Very cool. Yeah, definitely different than than mine. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that I'm kind of also scattered. Mm-hmm. But I think I approach it differently. I think that's one of the reasons I like writing activity books. So the whole novel thing. I don't I don't know if I could that tackle was, that. It was way more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But Cool. But, well, great. Well, I look forward to the next podcast episode where I interview you about what your writing process is. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. 
You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris About Team Building.